like if, if, if you're giving away a significant number of books, even not a significant number, but if you're giving away more than, you know, 20 or 30 books a month, you are going to end up doing tech support for your readers. Welcome back to The Author Biz. I'm Stephen Campbell, and this is the show where we discuss meaningful ways to get better results with your author business. We've all heard by now that the road to indie success is paved with book giveaways, right? Well, I'm kidding, but only sort of. For plenty of authors, indie authors especially, giving away books, whether the first or second book in a series, is a strategically sound marketing strategy. But how do we do it? Well, you can host your files on Dropbox or Google Docs or even my company, MyDocs Online, and email the download links. But that puts you in the awkward position of providing tech support to the readers of your free books. There's got to be a better way, right? For hundreds of authors, that better way is BookFunnel. They help authors distribute their free books and handle the tech support, providing some killer statistics, all for about $20 a year. That's right, $20 US dollars a year is all they charge for their most basic plan. They have enhanced plans, and we'll be talking about those during the show today, because they've actually uh, recently released a brand new service that is pretty cool. Anyway, today's guest is Damon Courtney. He's a fantasy author, computer programmer, entrepreneur, and the founder of BookFunnel.com, a company that says they deliver your books to your readers without the hassle. Before we get to that, I have put together a quick four-question survey. I'm considering making some changes to the show, and I would love your help in guiding those changes. So if you would, it'll only take a couple of minutes, go to theauthorbiz.com slash 2016 survey theauthorbiz.com slash 2016 survey and spend a couple of minutes answering those questions. I would very much appreciate it. Well, let's get the interview rolling. The first question I ask of Damon is why he started BookFunnel. I'm a self-published author myself, and I had actually, you know, was looking around, and, and the seem the prevailing wisdom at the time, which is still sort of the prevailing wisdom, was that you really should make the the first book in your series free. You know, I kind of gotten to the point where I had the the third book, which I do trilogies because I'm in fantasy, and that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I had the third book nearly ready to go, and and the uh, the sort of marketing wisdom was, well, make the first book free, put it out there, and and then get people to sign up for your mailing list, and. Um, Depending on whose advice you follow, you can either sort of give away the first book free, perma-free on all the different sites by going through the whole price-matching rigmarole, um, or you can offer it as the mailing list sign-up, um, or you can do the first book perma-free, and then the second free is free to get on the mailing list, which sounded sounded like a better offer to me. And since I had a trilogy, I was like, well, I'll get at least the third book sold, and really I'm, I'm more interested in building a reader base than anything. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't really a way that I could find to give away that second book, you know, I had, um, I had downloaded, I don't have any problems with, with technical stuff. I'm a technical guy. I've been a computer programmer my life, my whole life, but, 
Um, I had gotten a few free books and then, you know, given them to my mom before. And <laughs> it, it, it pretty much resulted in, you know, she would come to my house, bring her Kindle, and I would have to load stuff on there for her because that it, it really is kind of a Byzantine process to get the whole thing on there. Um, and so I was, I, I started thinking, well, if I'm going to give away the second book, how, how is anybody going to do this? And so I started writing up kind of a, I guess like a PDF, like a readme, like, oh, okay, if you're on an iPad, do this. And if you're on a Kindle Fire, you're going to have to do this. And uh, as I started writing that up, I thought, yeah, there's just, there's got to be a better, there's got to be a better solution for this. I'm an, I know, I'm I'm an engineer, I'll build one. And so <laughs> I started to sort of build one that was just for myself. And then much like other projects that I've done in the past, I thought, well, maybe other people might like this too. And so that was where Book Funnel came from. Was was you know there really wasn't anything out there that made book de- ebook delivery easy outside of the store system. You know as long as you're as long as you're happy giving away your book free everywhere, then that really is probably the best system that you can do. Making your book perma free on Amazon, Kobo, Nook, iBooks, all of that. That's the easiest for readers because that's where they already are, and mm-hmm. that's the process they already understand. But there were so many cases where authors wanted to give away something else. They wanted to give away an ARC. They don't, they don't want that to be free everywhere. Or um, they wanted to give away a freebie that wasn't free everywhere so that it was a more enticing offer. And there just, there just didn't, any, it didn't exist anything at the time. You know, most people's advice was, oh, just put them up on Dropbox. And you give people a link to the EPUB and the Mobi file. And, and, that, and that's it? That's what, you, that's what you do? Well, sometimes I give them instructions. <laughs> uh, okay. But you're right. Yeah. The, um, I signed up – I don't know how it was. I, I, I saw an ad for somebody's series on Facebook three months ago, and mm-hmm. it was, uh, you know, get the first book free. So I got the first book, loved it. Second book was 99 cents or get it free if you sign up for my email list. I, I would have been far better – paying the 99 cents than going through the process to sign up for the email list, getting the link, getting the book, because it was so convoluted. And I'm a pretty technical guy myself. I I have people send me Kindle books all the time. I have no problem getting them on my Kindle, but this was too complicated. And, um, you know, what you do helps to eliminate some of that. He obviously didn't use you. (laughs) I mean, I think this actually was a, a Dropbox thing. Uh, and that that's the way uh, a lot of the authors who come to us that's what they're either using a Google Drive or a Dropbox link or something like that that is just sort of the well you know thanks for joining here's your book and you know maybe a few steps for the more common devices if you're on an iPad do this if you're on a Kindle Fire do this but um that and that sort of works but you as an author you're still going to end up doing tech support like yes. if, if if you're giving away a significant number of books even not a significant number but if you're giving away more than you know 20 or 30 books a month you are going to end up doing tech support for your readers and that is because we i mean we do it every day we're we're doing uh, we're averaging over ten or twelve thousand books a day and spiking to fifteen or sixteen thousand books a day and we do hundreds and hundreds of of support requests um, for readers who just even following through our process, which I, I think that our process is, is is about as easy as it gets, but it doesn't mean that it is easy for all, um, especially when we get older readers, um, mm-hmm. which we do get a lot um, in the thrillers and mysteries and and romance. Um, and they just, 
for most of them, they've only ever gotten a book from Amazon. And so you tap a button and Amazon just puts it on your device. It's all very magical. And it's wonderful. It, you know, Amazon has built the experience that people have come to expect. Um, but unfortunately, it's not. They, they also go out of their way to make it not that easy if you don't get the book from Amazon. And so we do have to help those people, even with all of the work that we've put into building and making it easy for people to do, we still end up doing hundreds of support requests a day. Now, we're doing a lot of books, um, but without the system that we built, the number of support requests that we would do would be even higher. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, and, and for some authors, they say, well, I don't, I don't really want to spend the money. I'll do the tech support. And that's fine. Uh, I, I would say one of our big advantages is that we know how to do all the tech support. Um, we own every device, nearly every device that a reader can have. You know, we have a dozen or more Kindle e-readers. We have every version of the Kindle Fire that exists. Uh, we have, you know, 20 different Android phones and tablets that we bought. And we buy new ones all the time because we're always trying to keep up with what readers are reading on. And that's... Um, we want to be able to give them the best instructions possible. And sometimes that means we have to buy the reader's device to see what they're seeing. Yeah, it's a complicated process doing tech support and supporting a bunch of devices. I mean, what, what Apple does with, with their iPhone is, is magical, and it, it, it would be wonderful if we could all do that. If we could, we could just say, use this device and don't use anything else, and, and you'll be fine. Because oh, the world doesn't work that way. No, and, and that was, you know, that was a big sort of give that that we started with was readers want to read on the device that they already have and love, and they want to read in the app that they already have and love. So, you know, we could have built an e-reading app. We could have built a cloud reader. We, we could have solved this problem in any number of ways, but the more that we looked at it, I'm a Kindle reader. I have a Kindle Paperwhite. Mm-hmm. I have a Kindle Fire. I read in the Kindle app on my phone. Um, that's where I, that's where I keep my books and that's where I want my books to be no matter where I get them from. And so for me, it was, well, I don't, I don't want to build another app and tell people, listen, here's your free book. Just download this reading app and read it over here. Well, then I don't, I don't like that. I want that in my Kindle app. So that was what we built. All right. For people who aren't familiar with BookFunnel, can you just sort of walk us through how the process works from an author's perspective? Um, so for an author, you once you're signed up with us, it's a pretty simple process. You you go through and upload your book, so which is um, we require the Mobi and the EPUB file because that covers all the e-readers. PDF you can optionally add as well, and we do have some readers that prefer reading on PDFs, but it's it's really a poor reading experience on on mobile devices mm-hmm. and on smaller phones and tablets, uh, which is the majority of the traffic that we get. We 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 tipped pretty quickly into uh, more of our traffic comes from mobile phones and tablets than we see from PCs. So um, once you've uploaded the EPUB and the Mobi and you give us a cover, you, you know, you give the book description or whatever you want to, to show up on the download page and that's, and then you go and you create a link. So once you created the link, you share that with readers wherever you want them to get the book. For most of our authors, that is their mailing list sign up, you know, sign up for my mailing list, get my free book. And so once you've gone through the process and confirmed your email address, then you get a, a, an email that says, hey, you know, thanks for signing up. Here's a link to your free book. And that here's the link takes them back to us to get the actual book. And that's pretty much it. I mean, that's the, that's the basic, you know, two-step process and you're ready to go. Now, when did you launch? 
Um, officially, we launched, I think, December of last year. We had a sort of early access. Uh, it wasn't a beta, but it was an early access launch a few months for, before that. Okay. Um, where we invited authors in um, for uh, a special discounted rate, and that was really sort of going through some growing pains as we improved our process. Our, our our download process has gotten much, much simpler since we initially opened as we got author feedback, as we got reader feedback, mm-hmm. and, and more importantly, as we saw support come in. Because, you know, you, you only see... If you see 10 support requests all coming in on the same device, then you have a problem with that device or the instructions for that device. And so that made it easy for us to start figuring out where our, our rough spots were and start sanding those off. And so within a few months, um, it, it really, really improved through the, the uh, readers of those early access people. So we launched in December, and we've been, you know, I guess we're now in our 10th month. How how has the business evolved? Uh, because when I, I ask the question, because when I first heard of you, it was from an author friend of mine, C.A. Newsom, Carol Newsom, and she was telling me about what you guys did, and this was, I don't know, maybe six months or so ago, and she was using you as a way of distributing advanced reader copies. And mm-hmm. so in my own mind, I thought, oh, this is a brilliant thing for advanced reader copies. This is what you do. But what you're describing is is something that goes well beyond that. So I'm curious how how author's use of the service has evolved in the 10 months you've been around. Well, so ARCs, Advanced Reader Copies, is a great example of how it has evolved. We had a number of authors signing up. Uh, so our initial push was through Mark Dawson and his Facebook ads course, which I know he, he's been on your program before. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all of those authors initially coming to us were following his advice and giving away a free book. So that And that's, okay. that's, true, that's truly what I expected would happen. That's sort of what I built it for. But then we started getting people signing up and saying, well, I, I don't give away a free book, but your service looks really good for sending out advanced reader copies. And so we saw that and we got more and more people telling us that. And we said, well, we should build something that's, you know, advanced reader copies have a different, they have different needs than you would just giving out a link to people. Uh, primarily being giving out a link to people means that those readers, even though they're on your review team and they should be, you know, pretty decent people will share that link with other people who now also get a copy of the book. And, you know, you typically cultivate a review team down to a small group of people that you, you know, you really trust and you want that, you know, that they're going to give you reviews. The idea is not, let's just give this book out free to everybody. This is the, the advanced copy that in two weeks I'm going to be selling and I'm, I need to make money so that I could keep writing. Um, and so we started looking at the the needs of authors with re- advanced review copies and came up with a new system that we called Certified Mail, which is essentially you provide uh, – so rather than giving out a link and saying, here, go here to download your copy, you provide us with the list of, of your readers, and we send them a mail that says, here's your copy of the book you know, to, to read and review. You have two weeks to read it and review it, however the author wants to craft the email. But the download link in that email is a, is a private download link that's only good for one download. It's only good for their copy of the book and then no more. Um, and then it watermarks the files so that if the book unfortunately shows up on some piracy site somewhere, you can at least track back and find who uploaded it and boot them off of your list. Um, but then it, you know, we took it a step further and said, okay, well, what else can we provide that is specific to that? Well, if you send it out for two, you send your review copies out and they have two weeks. Uh, to download their book, well, a week in, they get a reminder email if they haven't downloaded that says, hey, 
you didn't download your book. You know, here's here's how you can go and do it. Reply to this email to get support. If you if you had trouble downloading, we can help you get your book. Um, and also, here's a set of review instructions from the author. If you have finished reading, here's where you can go and leave your review. So, you know, we just took that to the next step of, of what because authors are doing that. You know, every author told us that they spend a lot of time managing their review team, you know, updating them. Hey, guys, did you get your book? Hey, everybody, I need to have your reviews in by Friday. Hey, 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 that sort of stuff. And so we were trying to help sort of take some of that burden off of them because we already have we already have all their email addresses. We have all that stuff in place. So it really wasn't anything to add that reminder. And then when the campaign ends, you get a summary. Here's a, here's everybody that you sent us. Here's the people who downloaded the book. Here's the people who didn't download the book, uh, the date that they downloaded it on, what devices they downloaded it to, so you can see where your readers are reading, um, and then what formats they're reading in. So you can tell, oh, the, you know, 50% of my readers are on iPads and, and reading in the Kindle app. Which can be useful information for an author if they're trying to to figure out where their readers are. And is that something that you can give to everybody, that like all of your clients, whether they're using it for ARC distribution or just giving away the free books? Sure. I mean, it's so certified mail is available on the midlist plan, which is our sort of middle of the road and above. Uh, so it's not available on our cheapest plan, which our, our, our lowest price plan is our starving artist, which is just $20 a year. And so that gets you 500 downloads a month. But if you're really not moving a lot of units, it's, it's really a perfect plan for. I think a dollar sixty-seven a month. I mean, it's it, it comes out really. Your really pricing. Cheap. I've been in the technology business my whole life, and and when I first saw your pricing, I'm like, oh my god, these guys are going to be the starving artists. They're not charging enough. Yeah, well, that's so the starving artist is probably a loss leader, but it's it's not there. I mean, obviously, we want people to get into the higher plans, and so that's why most of the the, the features like certified mail and the new giveaways feature that we're working on and MailChimp integration, those things are going to come at the higher level plans. But we really wanted a plan. You know, I'm an author who only has three books out there, and I know I run in circles with a lot of authors who have fewer than that. And we really wanted a plan that was for anyone. Anyone can can come in and use it, even if it's your first book and you're just giving away a short story. Um, We, you know, it's it's probably bad business because they tell you you know you shouldn't you you shouldn't necessarily price to what you would pay you price to what your value is, um, but you know I, I want every author to be able to use it and unfortunately we can't offer a free plan because the support even if you're only moving a few books we're still going to end up supporting your readers and that's you know that's the thing that costs money is having a support team available that can do all of that so twenty dollars was our sort of well. We can't do it free, guys, but this is as close to free as we can really get for a buck sixty-seven a month. Right, and then the next plan uh, goes up to it's fifty dollars a month, and it's up to twenty-five hundred dollars a month delivered. And uh, other than that, it's essentially the same, right? Fifty dollars a year. I'm sorry. Goes, yes, fifty dollars a year. Thank you yes, for correcting it, me. That's yeah. I, I just it, I can't even bring myself to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes yes, and it goes up to twenty five hundred downloads a month. And then the mid list is where some of the other most of the other new features that we're developing sort of kick in. So certified mail has the ability to send out those art campaigns as well mm-hmm. as just gifting books. You can just gift to a couple of people a, a book, and it will work the same way. They each get a download link that's only good for them, and you can track and 
see whether they downloaded, whether they got their book and follow up with them. Hey, why didn't you download your book? You know, uh, that sort of thing. And then the, the giveaways feature that we are, that we're finishing up the beta on, which is basically the same as downloading, except that we'll collect their email address for you. So we, we, we create a squeeze page that you send readers to and we collect their email address and, and then send them their, confirm their email address and send them their free books. So, uh, you know, getting around the sort of default MailChimp, you know, mailing list form mm-hmm. that a lot of them use, which is a pretty crappy form. Um, and you can, you know, they all make it possible to go and, well, great, put a form on your own website and do that. But we have a lot of authors who are just, you know, they, they've they've learned the technology enough to write the books and publish the books. Right. But outside of that, this whole website thing is a bit hand-wavy. And so we tried to make something that was going to be easier for them to set up so that, yeah, we'll do all of that for you. You just have to drive the traffic. Okay. And then you're collecting the email addresses and then passing them along to the author. Right. Okay. All right. I just wanted to be clear about that. Um, in the ARC program with the email sequence that you're talking about, is that customizable? Sure. Absolutely. Okay. So if, if that's the case, if I'm an author and I, I want to do the ARCs and I want to send it out to 50 people, I upload uh, the two different file types and I go in and I customize the email sequence and I'm done. Yeah. And then once you send the campaign out, we'll send the first one out and then you can decide how long you want the campaign to run, which is, is between five days and two weeks. And we'll send out a reminder halfway through and you can include instructions in that reminder email that go out. Um, and then when it's all said and done, you receive an email with the summary, a CSV file that says, okay, here's how your campaign did. 83% of people that you sent to downloaded, the, you know, converted, that downloaded the book. Um, and here they all are, and you can sort and sift through them. And um, you can even go through and duplicate, you know, you can you can duplicate the, tra- the campaign and say, okay, duplicate for everybody who didn't download. I'm going to send a second round to those people um, and retarget them or even send it to the people who never viewed it um, because why didn't you, did you not get the email? You know, what happened here? And so you can take that information and do with it what you will. And do you have any statistics on, like, overall open rates for emails for these? We don't track the open rates on those okay. um, because, because the every email that you send through us, since we're not a mailing list service and we're not trying to be one, mm-hmm. ev- every email that goes out from us contains the private download link specific to that user. So if they okay. – First of all, email open rates are notoriously shaky because you're counting on uh, the the web browser, or you're sorry, you're counting on the mail reader loading a, a GIF, you know, a, a one by one pixel GIF that is hidden on some server somewhere, and that's how they track open rates. But um, most desktop devices, most desktop mail readers won't pull those. And so open rates are not 100% accurate. Yeah, and, the, and those of us that use browsers to open our mail have things that block that anyway because we right. don't want people to know every time we open an email. That, I, I find that – this is – I'm totally off the topic here, but I find that technology where someone gets a, a, an automatic message the second you open an email message to be yeah. really creepy. A little creepy. And so, you know, Google, obviously Gmail, one of the largest mail providers in the world, they block that. They don't, they don't let you do that. And so we 
we, uh, because there is a link in the email to go and view the download page, that is what we track. Okay. So, so if, if they didn't click on it at all, then one of two things happened. They didn't get your email in the first place or they got it and they just blew it off and they weren't going to go review your book anyway. So you can retarget those people and see if you can figure out whether they got it or not. But for the most part, you know, we do have, you will have some that will view the link and then they don't download their book. Well, they either didn't want to, they didn't want to review that copy, or they had trouble. And and we try to make it, if they have trouble, it's really easy. They just reply to that mail. They don't have to go do anything special other than reply and say, couldn't get my book. Okay. Just just anything. What percentage, I mean, you, you, you know exactly how many downloads you have a month. How many, sure. what, what percentage of those people uh, generate support incidents? Uh, our support runs generally between about one and two percent. Two okay. is actually really high. It's about one to one and a half percent. Okay. And and you guys take care of all of that. Yes. Okay. And we and we encourage authors to send people our way. If if a reader replies directly to the author, because you know anything coming from your mailing list comes from your own email address, and so some people will reply or go to the contact form on your website and say. Hi, thanks for the free book, but I couldn't get it or I couldn't figure it out. We encourage authors, please send those people to us. That we are here to help them. That's what we do. And, you know, you in most cases, especially if you're doing Facebook ads or you're doing any kind of other advertising to draw people, you you spent money to get those readers to your free book, to get them to sign up to your list. And if they sign up to your list and they don't get their free book, they're not going to like you very much. Mm-hmm. So, we encourage, please send them our way. You know, if you we actually sort of discourage authors from trying to help them yourself um, because chances are good you're you're not familiar with their device or you're not familiar with the problem that they're having. Our support staff is trained in all the, the reading devices and all the cases that, that come about. We see it all the time. So please, you know, forward them on to us. Our, our people will make sure that they get their book. Okay. And in the top two plans, the mid-list and the bestseller author, which are $100 a year and $250 a year, uh, they also offer uh, multiple names. In the mid-list author, it's two pin names, and in the bestseller uh, plan, it's three pin names. What, what does that exactly mean? Um, that means that how many, so when you upload your book and you create your title, you, you know, you can create pen names through the system that, um, are your author name followed by your author email and your author URL and all that stuff gets linked from your, from your download page. So, um, through the mid-list and the bestseller, you can create multiple pin names to set your books up under. And the reason that we do that is because every, Generally, people who do a lot of pen names are are going to end up with completely different audiences. So mm-hmm. oftentimes you have, you know, we have a lot of uh, authors who have, say, an erotica pen name and a romance pen name. Mm-hmm. Well, those are going to be focused and targeting two very different audiences. So if you um, if you were to combine those together and send them. Um, send them out to all of those readers, we're going to end up doing, we're going to end up doing the same amount of support for each of your pen names because they're going to be coming from different audiences. Oftentimes when you're dealing with say just a, a rom, so you have a single pen name and you're dealing with romance. Um, many of the readers who are coming in have already seen us before, have already gone through our process, and so we no longer get support on those readers. So we sort of segregate by pen name as a way to keep the the traffic from getting too high uh, in in those different genres that you could send our way, you mentioned the giveaway plan as something that's coming soon. This show's probably going to go live the week of September sixth. Will it be available by then? 
it should most definitely be available by then. It's it's been ready for the last couple of weeks, but we were ironing out a few of the last minute um, uh, beta feedback that we got from authors, uh, readers. You know, we didn't get a lot of reader feedback from the giveaways because it really is just put in your email address, and then once you, we have your email address, the rest of the process is the same. So, uh, but we added a bunch of uh, little features and new things that made it really really easy for authors to to manage their giveaways along the way. So it, it's been in beta for the last month or so, but we're ready to go with it. And how does the uh, uh, the recipient email address work its way into the author's mailing list. Is, is there some form of integration? You mentioned integration possibly coming with, with MailChimp. So the uh, the current integration is you export a CSV file and okay. you go import it into your to your mailing list service and that of course is available for anyone because all the mailing list services allow you to import CSV files. Mm-hmm. So that was the the simplest 1.0 solution. Mailchimp integration is imminent. It's uh, it's in alpha now. So we have a few, just a few select authors that are testing that for us. Um, and when that is ready, which should be just a week or two after the giveaways actually come live, um, then what will happen is you integrate, you you enable MailChimp integration by by telling BookFunnel and MailChimp that they want to work together. And then the minute that somebody signs up for your list, they actually go in through the MailChimp confirmation process that already exists. Okay. And then once they've confirmed, we send them they, – they get their, their book download from there. So it's, it, it's just a really easy way for authors who really aren't familiar with what they're doing just yet. Then the process really becomes, great, go create a MailChimp account, create a BookFunnel account. Create one giveaway link, and then you're done. Get that link in front of readers, and that's all you have to do. <laughs> Sounds wonderful. How does, how does running a technology company uh, interfere with your writing process? Or does uh, it? <laughs> it completely destroys it. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, part of the problem is that I'm, I, I love I love being a programmer. It's, it's what I've done my whole life. And, and the writing was a thing that came about. I mean, I mean I've also – I've read – um, fantasy and, and science fiction my whole life, and I've always loved the genres, and I've always played in those genres, both as a, as a Dungeons and Dragons geek, and then you know, uh, in in many different ways in video games and whatnot. But um, the writing thing really only came about five years ago with the advent of self publishing. I had always sort of secretly harbored a dream of being a writer, but I didn't want to. I had no interest in going through the traditional process. Mm-hmm. That just that, that that whole process was uninteresting. So um, when self-publishing came along, and I realized, oh, you can actually publish, you know, on your own. You don't need someone's permission to do it. Then I suddenly became interested and thought, well, maybe I could be a writer. So unfortunately, when I started working on BookFunnel, a lot of my writing kind of fell by the wayside. So. Um, because it takes a lot of time to to manage this and kind of keep yeah. everything this running. This is a significant project. I mean, it's just when I first saw it like six months ago, I had an impression of what it was. I, I didn't really play with it. I just kind of said, oh, I, I see what he's doing here, and it makes sense. But now that I see everything that you're doing, this has really evolved into a, a significant piece of technology. And, and we hope to continue evolving it. We have a, a roadmap that stretches out for years because there are just, you know, we get feedback from authors and some of that is good and some of that is not so good. But we try to take all that feedback into account and, and see where can we drive next? You know, what is the next feature that we can add? Giveaways came about, you know, certified mail came about because we had a lot of authors doing ARCs and that's what they needed. Mm-hmm. Giveaways came about because we had more and more authors signing up going, well, I got a book funnel account because my, my author friend told me that I needed one, but now what? 
I was like, well, you just use your mailing list. I don't have a mailing list. Mm-hmm. So they, that, you know, sort of the giveaways came about. Okay, well, here, now here's a way to do it very, very easily if you're not familiar with all of this stuff. Okay, well, this is this is absolutely fascinating. And again, for people out there listening, this is the prices are unbelievably reasonable. Uh, where can people learn more about BookFunnel? BookFunnel.com. Uh, we have links to our FAQs, which sort of run through the questions that you would normally have signing up. Uh, our pricing page will tell you our plans and what's included on all of them. And then from there, once you're signed up, it's it's we have a little wizard that walks you through the process, and it's pretty easy. And I'm assuming this is sophisticated enough that if you sign up for a plan and decide you need a, a, a better plan, it's easy to upgrade? No, absolutely. Okay. You go through your account, and you click a button, and you're upgraded. Well, Damon Courtney, this has this has been fun, very educational. I'm I'm glad to finally learn about this. Well, I'm glad I'm glad to be on. Thanks for having me.